You don't need a study to tell you that aging and fatigue go hand in hand. Nevertheless, my friends at Nutritional Therapeutics, makers of NT Factor, point to 16 studies, all peer-reviewed and published in medical journals, showing that NT Factor can reduce fatigue, while at the same time, age-related changes in the cells are reversed. For 30 years, the makers of NT Factor have worked to improve our health spans by focusing on the mitochondria, the energy powerhouses of our cells. Their science shows that NT Factor, which I don't go a day without and recommend to my patients, improves our energy and prevents the deterioration that accompanies aging. It promises that our day-to-day lives will be improved, and they keep proving it in studies that include placebo-controlled trials, both in the academic institutions and in medical practices like mine. You can find NT Factor at your favorite health food store or online retailer, or to order direct, go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Don't let tiredness and fatigue rob your senior years. Invest regularly in the anti-aging benefit of NT Factor at ntfactor.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mudin. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, and once a week, I weigh in on health and nutrition topics, topics of interest, topics that are compelling, and to answer your questions or speak of any topics of interest that you want me to weigh in on. Um, that email is questions at drhoffman.net. That's questions at drhoffman.net. So let's talk about healthful longevity. The secrets of super agers, are they secrets really? We're all living longer, right? Which I'm very happy about because I'm pushing 60. I will be 60 in a couple of months. Well, 60 is the new 40 as far as I'm concerned. I have to say, quite honestly, I'm not feeling much different uh, in terms of energy or anything like that for a few decades. Um, I would like to think that I'm doing some right things. You know, I'm in the know. I'm a dietitian. I'm a nutritionist. I know what to do. And I know that garbage in, garbage out, right? I eat well. I sleep well. Um, It's all pretty good. So let's talk about some healthful longevity promoting secrets of super agers. And are they really secrets? Now, we know that the prevalence of Alzheimer's disease and dementia is increasing with an aging population, right? And as such, researchers are looking to find approaches that can help protect us as we age. Studies suggest that an exclusive group called superagers may hold clues to learning more about aging and age-related health issues. Superagers are people over the age of 80 who have been able to successfully retain the aerobic capacity and mental faculties equivalent to those who are decades younger. 
So the researchers at Northwestern University have shared some information from their superager investigations of commonalities among this rare group. <clears throat> I have to say going forward, it's going to be less and less rare. We're simply living longer. Um, they're going to have to reconsider retirement age being the age of 62. They should move it up. I mean, there are so many. I see less and less people retiring. Number one, they love what they do. Uh, I would think I will be included in that group. I have no plans to retire. I, I'm going I'm going to keep this going at least another 15 years, at least. And, and more than that, should God willing, I retain my faculties and my health and I'm able to do so. And of course, that's why I'm interested in this topic of superagers, because I'm going to be 60. So uh, the superagers, again, are people aged 80 plus who exhibit cognitive function comparable to a middle-aged person. And they typically exhibit less brain volume loss. This is important. The researchers used MRI scans to measure the thickness of the area of the brain called the cortex in two groups of subjects, 24 superagers and 12 controls. Generally, a normally aging adult will lose around 2.24% of brain volume per year. However, the superagers only lost around 1.06%. It was suggested that because the superagers lose their brain volume more slowly than their peers, they may be better protected from dementia. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a little case study with regard to dementia and things like that. Everybody's afraid of it and stuff, but that you can control the controllables. So in addition to losing brain volume more slowly than their peers, superagers tend to also have several healthful anti-aging habits in common that may be helping them to remain cognitively young. Superagers tend to be very active. And we know that staying active is well-documented to be beneficial for both body and mind and your lymphatic system and keeping your muscles strong and all of that. And it's one of the best things that we can do as we age. Regular exercise helps our heart and muscle strength training. It can help to reduce the risk of falls. And you've heard me say many, many times, if you listen to this podcast, if there is a fountain of youth, I believe it is strength training. You keep your muscles strong. You keep from becoming frail. It's that frailty, you know, that elderly person who is very frail, you know, you could almost knock them over with a feather, right? That's frailty. That's what we're talking about here. But if you strength train and at least using your large muscle groups, right? 
you know, your legs, your, your thighs, your hamstrings, your glutes, that's your butt, your upper body, doing push-ups and things like that helps train uh, the lats, the pecs, the biceps, the triceps, as well as your core. And doing a plank position is also, is also very helpful in training your core. At the very least, doing these strength training exercises and deep knee bends because you're working all of these big muscle groups that can keep you from becoming frail. In addition to this, you have to make sure you're getting adequate high biological value protein every day. I'm talking about good quality animal protein because your muscles need those essential amino acids in order to rebuild muscle. So regular exercise, strength training can help reduce the risk of falls. And together, they make a winning combination of physical activity that results in increased oxygen intake that helps the body perform at optimal levels while reducing the risk of chronic diseases. Now, we know that exercise also helps to maintain a healthy weight, which is important to the brain because having a body mass index, a BMI, over 30, which is classified as obesity, triples the risk for Alzheimer's disease. Now, if you listen to these podcasts regularly, you know what we call Alzheimer's disease. We call type 3 diabetes. It's like an insulin resistance, a glucose intolerance in the brain where the brain is not doing well utilizing glucose for energy. It's doing better on ketones, which is the byproduct of a fat burning metabolism called lipolysis, lipolysis ketosis. And I will tell you, uh, I have, uh, I know of a woman, she eats well. She basically follows Dr. Perlmutter's grain brain diet, which if you're familiar with Dr. Perlmutter's work, Dr. David Perlmutter, his grain brain book, it's a low, it's a low carb diet. And it's for the prevention of dementia, Alzheimer's. For the most part, this is the type of eating plan she follows. She's also active. She's out and about. She's very spry. She's got a lot of, uh, she's quick. You know, she can bounce out of her seat, all of that. She's not slow. She's not slow like you see that kind of slowness in an elderly person, especially that because that person is frail. And she does practice yoga, which is excellent, excellent strength and balance training. Really, that's what yoga is. And her advice to me, and I will tell you, she's 90. She's gorgeous. She's 90. And her advice to me was, stay curious. Stay curious. You know, be engaged, be interested in your life. And the things that you're creating and the things that you're wit witnessing happening, be curious. It's true. It's true. I'm a bit of a nerd. I'm always, I don't remember the last time I read any kind of fiction book. It's always nonfiction. It's always some kind of book on health, science, something. And certainly all the research 
that I bring to you on these podcasts, but I'm very interested in all of it. I'm basically telling you probably about a quarter of the things I'm reading about. But again, I'm trying to bring you the things that I find most interesting, and I hope you do too, and things that I'm most compelled to tell you about. And things, obviously, that are on my own mind because I'm pushing 60. So, the uh, with regard to uh, exercise, again, exercise helps maintain a healthy weight. I will tell you that is true, but, 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 but. Exercise is only 20% of the equation for maintaining a healthy weight around any any weight loss, I should say, any for any weight loss, 80%, 80% for weight loss is the diet, 80% for maintaining a healthy weight is the diet. Unless you're an elite athlete, you can pretty much eat anything because you're burning it off on your 26-mile run, right? Or you're rowing for hours or something like that, or you're, you're, you're doing the Ironman competitions, things like that. So as an example, exercising at high intensity, which can be done while playing a fun leisure activity, a sport for 20 to 45 minutes a day, can physically help superagers have the aerobic capacity equivalent to someone 20 to 30 years younger. And that's according to a recent study from Harvard. And I just want to back up a minute because I think I misspoke. 80% of weight loss is the diet. I know I got that right. 20% of weight loss is exercise. I just wanted to be clear. I thought I said 80% is exercise. It's not. It is the diet. It's what we put in our mouths. Absolutely. So things to remember. I've always told people, and I know there are many of you out there who just hate exercise. You just hate it. So I tell you about, okay, three days a week, you got to get up out of bed in the morning and do lunges, squats, push-ups, plank pose. It's not going to take you more than 15 or 20 minutes. And you only have to do these strength training exercises three times a week with a day off in between. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. You don't need a cute gym outfit. You don't need a gym membership. You don't even need a pair of sneakers to do this. And you're holding up the weight of your own body. Take a yoga class. Do you enjoy a sport? Did you enjoy volleyball, basketball, anything? Go play a sport. How wonderful. Hike. Do you enjoy hiking? It's an opportunity to be in nature. And I'm a huge fan of forest bathing. That's Shinrin Yoku. Forest bathing. We need to be in nature. It's good for our health. So cognitive fitness is just as important as physical fitness. Mental activity has many forms and superagers seem to really enjoy continuing to challenge their minds. You can stimulate and engage your brain in a variety of ways, such as Sudoku, reading, learning a new language, painting, drawing, or taking a class to learn something that you're not familiar with. I would also add in there, learn an instrument. You know, it's not just a matter of doing crossword puzzles. Right? Learn a musical interest. If you're remotely interested in music, go learn. It can become the joy in your life.
as it has been mine since I'm a little girl. Superagers also tend to be social butterflies, reporting that they enjoy maintaining strong bonds and social relationships with both friends and family. According to Emily Rogalski, a neuroscientist at Northwestern who led this study, the attention region in the brain is larger than their peers. And this area is full of von economo neurons, von economo neurons, which are thought to play a role in social processing and awareness. Autopsies have revealed that this group has more than four to five times the number of these neurons than an average octogenarian. It's not as simple as saying, if you have a strong social network, you'll never get Alzheimer's disease, says Dr. Rogalski. But if there is a list of healthy choices one can make, such as eating a certain diet, not smoking, maintaining strong social networks, may be an important one on that list. Superagers also like to enjoy life and indulge themselves, but these fitness buffs know that the key to this is to do it in moderation. They may indulge in dark chocolate, a nightcap, or an occasional glass of wine or other alcohol, but they don't make it a habit. Those who did occasionally drink were 23% less likely to develop Alzheimer's disease or signs of memory problems than their non-drinking peers. It is important to note how important moderation is. And this group adhered to drinking less than the guideline limits. Drinking more than the recommended amounts is a risk factor for Alzheimer's disease. Now, although certain diets are recommended for optimal health, like the MIND diet or Mediterranean diets, they've been shown to reduce the risk of dementia. Now, these superagers do not follow perfect diets. A diet that is free from processed foods, that is rich in fish, vegetables, fruits, good lean protein, legumes, nuts, some whole grains can help to lower inflammation and oxidative stress, which are, <coughs> pardon me, are known causes of chronic diseases and other conditions. Superagers listen to their body for signs of when it's time to see a physician. However, some changes in the brain that can be common components of aging can make it hard to know when it's time to visit a doctor, taking proactive and preventive measures can help, but it's important to watch for memory issues and identify them as early on as possible and consult your physician. Many of our own patients, Dr. Hoffman's and myself, they're all about prevention. They're all about optimizing. They're all about getting ahead of what may happen at a particular age or after a particular age. While prevention is always better than cure, there are some risk factors 
that really can't be changed and you can't control, like our ages. So, for most people, symptoms appear at around age 65, with the risk of Alzheimer's doubling every five years after that. Gender, although this area is still under research, women are more likely to get Alzheimer's disease and the odds of this increase after menopause. Those with a family history of Alzheimer's are more likely to develop the disease and those with more than one family, family member diag diagnosed are an even higher risk. Now, don't give in to that. If you go on a low-carb diet where you're using primarily ketones to fuel your brain because your, your brain isn't liking glucose that much anymore, as may be evidenced in some insulin resistance of the brain or having some cognitive impairment problems and things like that, it, it's the way to eat for any kind of dementia, including Alzheimer's. So superagers are defying these risks by maintaining a healthy diet, living with purpose, having a positive mindset, challenging their mind, exercising regularly, socializing with other people, and taking the time to enjoy the little things. By making some lifestyle changes, you too could become a superager. It's never too late to try to become the healthiest you, and maybe you could enjoy a healthier life than those who are decades younger than yourself as well. You are worth it. It is true. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In. This is Intelligent Medicine. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated, unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. 
Never counterfeit or expired. Always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. 